leading up to the Thanksgiving rush or Christmas rush from Turkey 5 Black Friday weekend into Cyber Monday, everybody is seeing a little bit of a different perspective. And so today I'm going to be reading a little bit from Data Man, who uh, this article was forwarded my way uh, this morning, and it has some good insights to help you navigate your own Amazon journey this fourth quarter. My name is Stephen Pope, and I'm the founder of My Amazon Guy. So this article starts out by talking about what he's hearing from his own readers uh, and clients. This is the first time I've heard about Data Man. Um, Bill Lapierre is the author of this content I'm going to be uh, discussing today. And feel free to give him a follow. Uh, I have not met him personally, but based on what I read on this article, I thought it was pretty good content. That's why I'm sharing it. So he speaks about uh, the following. I'm hearing from readers and clients about the current catalog and e-commerce results. Hard goods and food mailers are generally doing great. Some move their Black Friday sales events forward by a week or two simply because demand is so strong. Uh, interestingly enough, my counter to that is uh, I don't think you should be running promotions right now. I think, I think stockout concerns are too large, demand too high. If you have an inundated amount of stock though, all bets are off, run those promos. They were afraid they would be unable to ship all of their orders. Despite many Americans still being unemployed, many catalogs report difficulty in hiring enough staff for the warehouse. I have also found that challenging because there's certain skill sets that are in higher demand. So even though the supposed workforce is more available right now, the workforce that you need is less available, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, and we found that to be the case as well with uh, just qualified Amazon staff in general, as well as warehousing. He goes on, back orders and out of stock remain a massive problem due to factories that were closed, shipping delays, and an overall increase in demand caused by the pandemic. Again, that's why I'm saying don't run promotions right now. Those of you selling anything for the home or products that consumers use in a pandemic are simply struggling to get through the next six weeks. Several of our clients reduced circulation, even eliminating holiday mailings, simply to avoid customer service issues. Moreover, many clients have reported they are reducing short-term digital advertising simply because they can't get orders out the door. So uh, again, not knowing anything about Data Man, I think his perspective is coming from uh, direct to consumer, but he's talking about mailers, which most sellers on Amazon don't do. Uh, and interesting enough, if you, if you subscribe to Gary Vee, you always hear him talk about uh, where people are not flocking from, a, from an advertising standpoint, but are flocking from a content uh, consumption standpoint. That's exactly where you should be as an advertiser. So uh, as all of the di digital forms get inundated, you may want to consider doing something like a physical mailer on occasion. Um, we only have maybe one or two clients that do this. Uh, they have pretty good results, but it's very, very hard to measure. Uh, so feel free to think about that, but you can always download, uh, you know, the addresses that order ship to not supposed to mail them or market them, but people do it. Uh, and you could always, in, you know, engage somebody like Valpac who can do a zip code analysis and send your stuff out, uh, to the right places. Generally speaking, though, you do need to have a strong offer to get them to take that physical mailer to their computer and act upon it, uh, but food for thought. All right, so data man goes on. Response to apparel offers, however, is mixed, with most mailers reporting soft response. Fortunately, most apparel mailers did not dramatically increase circulation and in anticipation 
of picking up sales that would have ordinarily been done in retail stores, which they expected to be shunned due to the pandemic. So I actually used to be in charge of the marketing team at uh, a women's plus size clothing company and uh, when I, before, before my agency days. And uh, we sent out a catalog about every six weeks. And it was always interesting to see like that offer promo code on the top of the, the catalog get continuously used. I was always very surprised by the cult following um, that catalogs and physical mailers can achieve. It's kind of interesting to think about. Um, but yeah, right now is a great time to send a mailer, especially post-election where the costs aren't as high. The bottom line is, okay, so going back to data man here. The bottom line is that most of you are doing very well, but operational issues, which have not been part of the holiday season for years at the magnitude that they are this year are causing huge problems. So obviously preaching the choir on that one, everybody knows that. Uh, He says, what I didn't hear in years past, mailers always complain that they have experienced soft sales the week before or the week of the election. However, despite all other things that have been gone wrong in 2020, no one has reported any hiccup in response related to the election or its continued aftermath. And if consumers don't go to the malls over Thanksgiving weekend, you should continue to reap strong harvests into December or until the shipping network grinds to a halt. Uh, This is crazy. My wife ordered a new anti-fatigue mat for the kitchen from Amazon. The pictures that he shares are the mat and the box it was shipped in filled with packing paper. The mat was shipped in a flat, although it should have been shipped and rolled and put into a much smaller box. It could have been shipped in a flat box in which it fits with no packing paper as well. As more companies move to Amazon Seller Central and do their own fulfillment, they are going to discover what catalogs have known for the past 40 years. That selling direct to consumers is not that easy. Containing fulfillment costs is a matter of nickels and dimes and controlling costs on boxes and dunnage is the easy part. Amazon will collect the sale, but will the sellers collect any profits? It's a great, fantastic example. Uh, and and interestingly enough, you know, uh, that, that particular item definitely could have could have shaved a lot of costs down by shipping directly in the box that it was in retail or rolled up and whatnot. So uh, if you're under 14 inches, you're more likely to have lower costs. If you're above 14 inches on any given length of your box, then you move to oversized and your costs skyrocket from there. That's why this is an important topic. All right, so LL Bean, was this a good idea? There must be something about presidential elections years that caused L.L. Bean to do odd things. In 2016, I wrote about the L.L. Bean behemoth, which was a large trim size, 9 by 10, 324-page perfect bound gift to the print gods, which they mailed that year. At the time I wrote this, it is obvious that with this one catalog, L.L. Bean is trying to retrofit their brand and image to appeal to millennials. Of course, everyone I heard from that had received the catalog was over 50. Finally, and this is most important, the catalog is ugly, really damn ugly and boring. It is not aspirational or inspirational at all. It's like an office supply catalog. And when the last time you were motivated by receiving one of those, there is no warmth or charm to this catalog. There were two photos with children playing by themselves, but no families, no family fun, no Christmas trees, no little main fishing boats. Of the few model shots with women, most of them had the no, I don't smile and I don't want to be here look found in high-end women's fashion catalogs. And then he goes on to talk about how that post took off and 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 he's 
clearly a, a catalog mailer guy, and I and I know most most people you know selling on Amazon again don't don't do this, but sometimes it's good to listen to the perspective from from people in other similar niches because what they are experiencing could be what you might experience soon or next year, and so I I think that his dialogue on this is pretty spot on, um, and and he talks about like how to navigate some of these things uh, and to see what what is happening with all the people that are, are mailing catalogs and, you know, who's doing it right, who's doing it wrong, uh, and whatnot. So uh, I skipped a bunch of paragraphs. He then goes on to ask this question. So was this catalog a good idea? L.L. Bean gets to, to rub elbows with a famous designer. They even get publicity in the fashion trades. And he goes on to talk about how, you know, maybe they converted or didn't convert uh, on those particular items. But ultimately, uh, it didn't go anywhere, uh, and it's just another long line of traditional catalogs trying to break out and do something different, but didn't get any good reception. Uh, so take it for what it's worth. All right, so the last thing I'm going to do is share, uh, there's, there's two podcasts that we did in the last two days, and, and I'm not the kind of guy to save my podcast for like that Thursday thing. I'm, I'm not like that. It's for, for me podcasting is a means to an end, right? Like as soon as I've got content, I just, I just publish it immediately. There's, there's literally no delay between the thought and, and it going live, right? Like it just immediately goes up. And, uh, so there's two podcasts that we did. Uh, one was on Sunday and one was on Monday and they're very, very good. Uh, two, two really strong podcasts. So the one that we did on Sunday was with Joe Shaw, flying swine seasonings. And, and if you haven't listened to that one and you want to get some turkey tips because it's Thanksgiving week, that, that podcast will make you hungry. Very, very good one. Don't, don't listen to that one on an empty stomach, though. And then the one that published on Monday is, is also an Amazon journey with Judson Morgan. And he, he, he is an actor who left Hollywood, still married, by the way, to Kelly Overton, who is the star on Van Helsink. And, and then he became an Amazon seller. Uh, so those are podcasts 115 and 116. I'm going to play a clip from uh, from Judson who endorsed our our content and he's been following us for a while. And um, special shout out to him and his willingness to come on the podcast and share his his, his insights. His particular podcast, very heavy on listing optimization tactics. Definitely go check it out. Thanks for watching. My name is Stephen Pope and I'm the founder of My Amazon Guy. Yeah. So um you're on my YouTube feed and I'll see stuff come up and I'll see like a, a solution to a little problem or like a latest news from Amazon type of thing where it's like, oh my gosh, they're changing this or doing this. And I'll just forward it on to my team. Like say, hey, make sure we're doing this. Or hey, I'm, I'm look at what he talked about at four minutes in. We need to fix that on our listings. It's a super awesome, easy way for me to um, share to, to like uh, a fast way to fix problems because you're already giving us the solution. This was the My Amazon Guy podcast with Stephen Pope. Each episode helps you grow your sales on Amazon through ideas on traffic and conversion rate improvements. Hit that subscribe button right now to tune in each week. And if you need more help, go to myamazonguy.com.